Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. I am so very happy you could join me this morning. And, yes, we have a very special show planned for you, but we always begin the show with saying, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. It is Saturday, May the 18th, 2020, and we are all together. So today's show, wow, 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 health care disparities and coping with COVID-19. I have a very special guest, but let me tell you a little bit about what's going on. Dr. Silwyn M. Victors, Senior Vice President for Medicine and Dean of the School of Medicine at the University of Alabama in Birmingham, has recently stated that coronavirus exposes just how profoundly healthcare access and health outcomes are linked with employment and income. It's a crisis within a crisis, she explained. And likewise, my special guest, Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing, it's also her opinion this Saturday. Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing is a psychiatrist, and she will be sharing the myths and facts about health disparities among African Americans and how to cope with the novel coronavirus. So let me give you a little background about my special guest, Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing has practiced psychiatry for over 20 years. Her treatment philosophy is that emotional problems should not stand in the way of living a rich, fulfilling life. She knows the decision to seek help is a difficult one, but says the good news is that the majority of people can be helped with psychotherapy, counseling, and or medication. Dr. Fearing completed medical school at Howard University and her residency training at Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. Her office is located at 10-10320 Little Patuxent Parkway, Suite 200, Columbia, Maryland. She also has contracted with several Maryland counties where she practices telemedicine. Her office is also It actually is located in the Merrill Lynch building next to the Lord and Taylor parking garage at Columbia Mall. And you may contact her by phone, 443-545-3822. So without further ado, I'm going to open uh, Dr. Kim Jones' fearing microphone and welcome her to Partners in Health and Biz. Okay. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Dr. Fearing. (laughs) Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Good morning. Great, great, great. So thank you for having me on your show, uh, Gail Dixon McBride, and um, and uh, I'm uh, I'm interested in talking about this virus because I think it's it's affecting far too many people of color and other minorities. Oh yes, it's definitely. Um, it has really put a kink in in uh, things for uh, most of us. You know, our entire uh, schedules have been changed. Businesses are closed. 
kids can't go to school any longer. Uh, schools are shut down uh, indefinitely, pretty much for the most part. But we're going to. So we have some questions that um, we'd like to have you answer, Doctor Fearing, because it's on our minds. COVID nineteen is the name of the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. Is that true? Is is it called COVID nineteen? And the coronavirus, is that the same thing? Well, yes. Uh, basically, the coronavirus is the actual name of a group of viruses that cause this illness. And, uh, and the illness, we call the illness uh, the actual uh, COVID-19. That's the name of the illness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, before I re- uh, continue, I I did, I'm a miss, I did not give out the call-in number in case we, we have time possibly for one caller. The call-in number this morning is 347-945-7433, 347-945-7433. You can listen in, or if you have a question, just press 1. Okay, so now, the question I have Next is that black people, <laughs> so many people believe that black people don't die from COVID-19 because black people are strong and don't catch those types of diseases. And they say, besides, black people don't travel to Asia, and this is a Chinese virus. Is that true or false? Well, actually, that's, that's false, and... Um, and that's that's one of the reasons why we need to communicate about these healthcare issues in our communities because many people believe what they read on in the media and when they shouldn't believe what some of the things that are said in the media mm-hmm. and um we that's why we need to open up communication and have people available to discuss some of these um, wrong ideas. Right. Yeah, I don't know how that got started, but when I first heard about the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus, I just assumed that everyone could get it and that, uh, as they say, it's an equal opportunity um, virus. It, it, uh, it, It has no... Uh, color doesn't um, discriminate about uh, your color, your age, or anything. So, yes, that's a good uh, myth t- that we've cleared up. That yes, black people can get it. Black people are getting it, and black people do die from COVID nineteen. Um, so yes, so glad you cleared that up. So now the number of persons that have been tested worldwide in the United States, Doctor Fearing. It seems that more men are dying from COVID-19 than women. Is that true or false? Well, actually, that unfortunately is true. And um and the the, the uh we, you know, we're never really sure about why uh certain certain groups of people are more likely to pass away from COVID. However, um, we think that the problem is that um, women have a a higher degree of immune-related defenses than Mm -hmm. men have, Mm -hmm. and uh, and we think that may be related to it because 
You know, we know in medicine that women are more likely to suffer from autoimmune uh, disorders, uh, and um, and but we think that may have something to do with it. Okay, okay, well, that makes sense. And I know women have, um, I've heard because of women's hormones that we have, that that could also be something that protects us because we have more estrogen. I don't know how true that is, but, you know, there's there's so many different um, thinking, people that uh, think different ways or different philosophies, and, and, and every time I turn on a show, one of the doctors are being uh, interviewed, and they're saying, we don't know, we don't know, you know, so everything is we don't know, <laughs> we, we're trying to find out, we're testing, we will let you know as soon as we find out what causes this, that, and the other, and That's people true. have come, That's yeah, true. so. Uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of medicine is, uh, you know, research, finding out what we know, Okay, come a little bit closer to the phone. Your 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 voice is your oh, voice is kind of fading. Okay. Come come closer. Uh huh. Go ahead. But um, but a lot of it is uh, a lot of the practice of medicine is knowing what you don't know. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. So when and we that's... know what we don't know, we're a lot of times we can get further than if we pretend to know everything. Mhm. Okay. Okay, so so I heard uh, someone say that's why it's called to say we are practicing med- medicine. We're like, why are you practicing medicine? Don't you um mm-hmm. haven't you graduated? Don't you even you, don't you have all the facts? But uh, they, I've heard that's why they said it's practice because they're still learning and there's many questions that you know in in medicine that still have not been answered. So I've heard that's why it's called a practice or they're practicing medicine. That's true. It's lifelong learning in medicine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dr. Fearing, what is the actual definition, according to you or according to the truth, of health care disparities? What are health care disparities? Well, health care disparities, um, we have a couple of definitions, but one of one of the better definitions, I think, is... Uh, it's a disproportionate difference in healthcare outcomes attributable to variables other than just access to care. So, for mm-hmm. instance, and we'll talk more about these types of uh, statistics, but African Americans might make up 30% of a population, but then they have 70 they account for 70% of the COVID-19 deaths in some areas. So we'll be talking about those types of statistics later. Okay, yes. I I I know, you know, you hear those statistics and you're wondering what in the world has gone wrong, but we know uh we'll talk about that as you said later. Um and currently in Maryland, we have a higher percentage percentage of blacks than whites that are catching COVID-19 and so that is that true or false? Well, um, y- yes, um, we are um, we are uh, finding that of the COVID cases in Maryland, 
African Americans are making up a higher percentage of those cases than would be explained by the percentage of African Americans that live in Maryland. In other words, the the population might be 30%, but um, African Americans might be making up um, a much higher percentage. Uh, in Maryland, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, 53% of the deaths are accounted uh, by um, African Americans passing away from COVID. Mm. And that's in Maryland because I know uh, there in the DMV, uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, uh, it yes. breaks down differently, you know, different um, different amounts of how many people have contracted the COVID-19, how many people have uh, died from COVID-19, and how many people have survived and have uh, come out of the hospital and they're, you know, back to normal. So, But Virginia does not release the statistics on how many people have uh, survived. They just list the statistics of how many people have contracted the COVID and how many people have died. I, I don't know why that is, but um, those are mm -hmm. the facts about uh, Virginia. So now um, I want to, at this midpoint, just give out the call-in number one more time. Uh, we are broadcasting live uh, from Columbia, from our Columbia, Maryland studio. My special guest this morning is Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing, psychiatrist, and uh, she's been practicing for over 20 years. Uh, the call-in number is 347-945-7433, And so now as we uh, move along, Dr. Fearing, I know you would like to uh, discuss some of the other interesting facts and things that are related to disparities and uh, what's going on uh, in the world today regarding this. So uh, I want to open up, you know, the microphone, and it's, it's all yours. What would you like to uh, tell us about the uh disparities and uh, a little more details about the COVID that you said you would like to share with us this morning. Okay, well, thanks, Gail. Um, as many people are aware, the novel coronavirus causes, uh, it came from a group of viruses that uh, were first discovered in China, and um, they cause uh, a variety of different respiratory diseases, such as SARS, MERS, and now COVID-19. And um, as of mid-April, uh, approximately 37,000 people in this United States have passed away from COVID infection. And the number of persons infected with COVID in the United States is somewhere around 700,000 at this point. Uh, the number of deaths worldwide has is in the um, almost uh, 200,000 range, and the number of cases worldwide are uh, more than 2 million at this point. And of interest is that the United States has uh, has been um, found to have the most 
number of actual cases of corona of any country in the world. Um, wow. The healthcare, yeah, the healthcare disparities uh, can be defined as a disproportionate difference in healthcare outcomes attributable to variables other than just access to care. Uh, and then another definition is preventable differences in the burden of disease experienced by socially disadvantaged populations. So basically what this means is that we as minorities, we get the same disease, but we have the worst outcomes. Right, right. Yeah. And um, so there are many examples of the healthcare disparities regarding coronavirus uh, in this country. Um, for example, in Chicago, um, black people make up 30% of the population, but they account for 50% of the COVID uh, cases and 70% of the COVID deaths. Uh, Similar in Louisiana, 32% of the state population is uh, African-American individuals or people of African descent, and 70.5% of the deaths uh, of COVID, from COVID-19 are of black people. Hmm. Wow. In Michigan, 14% of the population is black. They account for 40% of the deaths. Um, in Maryland, it's 30% of the population is black. Um, we account for almost 50% of the infections, and we account for 53% of the deaths. Um, similar in New York, what I like about New York is they, uh, they're um, – they uh, added uh, and emphasized the uh, disparities among Latinos as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. African Americans account for 22% of the population, and they account for 28% of the deaths from COVID. And similarly, among Hispanics uh, and Latinos, 29% uh, uh, of the population is Latino, and they account for 34% of the deaths. So researchers okay. and medical professionals, we're not sure about uh, what causes all of these disparities, but we do know that people are at higher risk if they are, are less healthy in general, and, uh, for example, obesity, smoking, hypertension, asthma, uh, bronchitis, other lung issues, um, age over 65, uninsured, uh, and also people who are living in high, high housing density. So that's places like group homes, nursing homes, prisons, uh, even uh, mental, state mental hospitals, uh, patients are at risk. And, um, and, you know, the stress-related fallout of all of this can be catastrophic. A lot of yes. people 
may be wondering, how can I get a test for coronavirus? And and please be aware, if, even if you have the symptoms or feel sick, not everyone who feels sick needs to be tested for a coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have capacity to test a lot of pe- a lot of people. However, yes. we don't have the basic equipment because the epidemic has uh, slowed down manufacturing of simple things like that you need to do the test. For example, like uh, the reagent. The uh, you know that's the juice that you put, you put the swabs in so that they tell you if a person's positive or not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The swabs aren't being made fast enough. Right. So it's like it's like if you if you want to go buy a car and you go to a lot and they say, oh yeah, we have plenty of cars, but when that some of them don't have steering wheels. <laughs> and oh we gotta God, get yeah. the tires from this this place down the street, you know. <laughs> mhm. Mm, mm, mm. so. Wow. So you're telling me we don't even have the the chemical I mean the um whatever the liquid is to to test to see if uh, a person has we don't have enough uh to test enough people to see if they even have the coronavirus. And then exactly. I know we don't have enough masks. We're running out of masks. We don't have enough um, ventilators. I've heard, you know, the hospitals are running out of all of this, these different types of equipment. And it's um, it's really causing everything to slow down. And, you know, certain people, including, you know, the president is saying that he wants uh, folks to be able to get back to work as soon as possible for the economy to get back and people, of course, people want to get back to their jobs, but not at the risk That's of right. um, con, con, uh, contracting the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen, and dying. So, That's right. I don't know. We're so wondering how people, long it's going to be before things can even get partially back to normal. <laughs> right. A lot of people are wondering when is my stimulus check coming. Yes. You know, how yes. can I get unemployment assistance? Yes. If I feel oh, sick, should I go to work or should mm-hmm. I stay home and take care of my loved ones? And um, what I found is some very helpful resources. There's a, a cdc.gov website. Okay. They, they give you, it's very helpful, um, very user-friendly. They tell you how to make a face mask. They mm-hmm. tell you, um yeah, they have an interactive tool called What to Do If I Feel Sick, and okay. um, it tells you, it, you know, line by line, it puts you through a um, an algorithm. If you if you have this symptom, what to do, where to go. Um, the mm-hmm. um, Department of Labor has a tool um, uh, on the, uh, a um, on their website is www.dol.gov. D-O-L.gov, okay. It's the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, and basically it's paid sick leave for um, employees, of 
businesses that are under 500 employees, and the government helps subsidize uh, so that people can stay home and follow these uh, stay-at-home orders. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a uh, www.benefits.gov okay. where people can go if they need to know how to file for um, unemployment mm-hmm. and and coronavirus-related furloughs. Okay. That one was www.benefits.gov. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, so basically, yes, that was very good information. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, we definitely need to know where we can go to get help, and that has been very helpful for you to share those websites with us, Dr. Fearing. Um, so basically when we look back about these disparities, um, it comes down for the African-American population in particular to more like income, uh, more of us are not making as much, we're, you know, the poverty, the, like you said, the, um, and then if, if you don't have a job where they are providing health insurance, then, you know, you are not uh, able to, to get treated like uh, others that have different types of health insurance and then the underlying health issues, um, the obesity. That's what the one thing I heard recently was that uh, more than age, that obesity was a higher, um, uh, more like the number one and then uh, age factor uh, determining whether or not you would be more susceptible to the coronavirus uh, overweight and um, and then of, then it was heart disease and uh, you uh-huh. know diabetes diabetes and all of those things. So wow, yeah, thank you for sharing. Thing is, yeah, those mm-hmm. those folks are, are more at risk for the bad outcomes mm-hmm. because most people recover from coronavirus. However, the people at risk for the bad outcomes seem to be people in those groups that. That we mentioned earlier. Mhm, mhm. Over sixty-five, uninsured, you know, and then the people right. in nursing homes. Uh, they, oh my gosh, it's just so horrible how it's like one, one or two people get it in these nursing homes, and then it spreads like wildfire. And the next thing you know, the reports are saying that uh, forty, fifty people have contracted the uh, virus within the nursing home, and maybe twenty-five people have have died, and and it's just you know really out um, out of control, uh, especially in the uh, group homes, nursing homes, and the prisons as well. So. Yes, and they're letting out uh, nonviolent, thank goodness, but they're letting out nonviolent prisoners because because they know that it's cruel and unusual punishment to keep people inside a place to die. Right. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. To die I mean, under it, under uh, government custody. Yeah, and they don't have enough room to separate uh, the sick from the well, so they know at some point. If everyone is clumped together and uh, a person hasn't committed any type of horrible crime, even it could be something minor or it could be that they didn't even really commit the crime and they're waiting for the attorney to, you know, uh, come and uh, rescue them and they have a a second trial or whatever and they're, you know, um, there they are next to people that have the coronavirus and they can't go anywhere or do anything about it. So, yes. 
Yes. So, Dr. Fearing, this has been very informative. Um, I do appreciate you coming on and sharing all this valuable information with my listeners. Um, I want to tell my listeners that this show, Partners in Health and Biz, we air every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 a.m., um, and you can visit the website, www.pihradio.net, which stands for Partners in Health, and um, find out more information. If you'd like to be a guest on my show, visit, uh, you can email me, goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com, goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com. And Dr. Fearing, you can give out your contact information once more before we leave. Yes, my uh, private practice is at 10320 Little Patuxent Parkway, and my phone number is uh, 443-545-3822, and I take uh, patients by appointment only. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I, uh, once again, um, we've been knowing each other for quite a while, and uh you have been on Partners in Health before, and I would like to invite you to come back on next Saturday. We'd like to do part two, and you can talk about some, um, you know, we can get into more detail about uh, the coronavirus and the treatments, if if, if there's a cure, and uh, just go into the symptoms and uh, all of that. Would you be able to uh, come back next Saturday and, and speak with us? Yes, and um, I'm planning on uh, seeing more about how to tell if you actually need professional help uh, in coping with the stress from the coronavirus. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you again. Until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Have a fantastic and blessed day. Ta-ta for now. Signing off.